Hello and welcome once again to our Holy Family Call to Prayer. As we begin, let us do so as we always do. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And so let us just place ourselves into the arms of Jesus as we prepare ourselves to hear the word of God speak to us. Let us make this prayer our own. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. This week on Friday we celebrate the great feast of St Thomas the Apostle. And our reading this week comes from the Gospel of John. Thomas called the twin, who was one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. When the disciples said, We have seen the Lord, he answered, Unless I see the holes that the nails made in his hand, and can put my finger into the holes they made, and unless I can put my hand into his side, I refuse to believe. Eight days later, the disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. The doors were closed, but Jesus came in and stood among them. Peace be with you, he said. Then he spoke to Thomas. Put your finger here. Look, here are my hands. Give me your hand. Put it into my side. Doubt no longer but believe. Thomas replied, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, You believe because you can see me. Happy are those who have not seen and yet believe. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What we notice in our Gospel reading is the disciples, the apostles are once again behind closed doors. Just like us who have been in lockdown, they were behind those closed doors out of fear of persecution. They didn't know what to do. Jesus had left them. They thought he was dead. They thought it was the end. But no, it was just the beginning. For all of us, accepting Jesus or not accepting him is a choice that we have to make. And it is not the person who has the opportunity to see who necessarily believes most readily. In the matter of our faith, one can see but not necessarily believe, and another may believe without actually seeing. The Gospel account undoubtedly was written to encourage those within the early Christian community who felt disadvantaged because they had not known Christ personally. Now we all have moments of doubt and uncertainty. Should we go out? onto the streets after this period of lockdown? 
Should we get married? Should we get a new job? Should we trade in an old car for a new one? Buy a house? How should we um, answer the questions of our children when they ask us why they have to go to church? There are a number of reasons for our uncertainty and indecision. And in some instances, it's simply lack of willpower. At other times, it is lack of information. To counter this uncertainty, the marketplace is full of spin doctors, motivational speakers and gurus of every shape and colour, willing for a huge fee, naturally, to free us from these debilitating doubts that hold us back from becoming decision-making dynamos. I'm sure we've all heard on the news recently about how we are going to come out of lockdown, how we should carry on in a new way. So the matter of religious faith is no different. People ask questions, they waver, they falter, to believe or not to believe. Here too we have a vast assembly of experts and not so expert, one of whom you are listening to right now. I'm definitely no expert. Offering opinions on the importance in a person's life of trust and belief. Although we live in a scientific age, faith still plays a great part in informing people. For sheer convenience, if for no other reason, a lot of our information is based on faith. We simply do not have the time or the energy to investigate everything, to see if those who are informing us are in fact deceiving us. Whilst we maintain a healthy scepticism about much of what we read and are told, only the unbalanced try to be sceptical about everything. Life simply cannot be lived that way, because trusting others is built into the human condition. To live without trust implies living without truth. We have to put our lives into the hands of those around us, especially at this time. We believe what we have been told by our medical experts. But we still have to be careful. And that brings us to the point of today's Gospel. Thomas was up against this problem, to believe or not to believe. To avoid the risk of having his leg pulled, He set fairly stringent conditions for his acceptance of believing in the risen Jesus. These conditions were accepted, but then Thomas backed off. And his capitulation has left us with a formula of faith never to be surpassed. My Lord and my God. What a statement of belief. Practically, when we talk about religious faith, we tend to regard it as a single cut and dried fact. We believe or we don't. Actually, for the great majority, it is a leap into the unknown that must be renewed frequently in life, as the implications of Christian commitment constantly unfold to one's understanding. It's okay to question. It's okay to wrestle with God. It's part of our growth. 
all those great names in our history did so. Moses, David, Peter, Paul, Thomas. They were all challenged in their faith. And for the majority, the challenge resulted in a strengthened acceptance. So as we come out of lockdown, as we begin to go back to normal, as we are allowed to enter our churches, to go to services, let us be challenged in our faith. And so let us pray. We pray once again for this, our community. Praying especially for those who are sick, both at home and in hospital. And we give thanks for those who look after them, who care for them, our doctors, our nurses, our healthcare professionals. We also remember those who have died, for their families, their loved ones who are left behind. And we place into the hands of Jesus our own thoughts, our intentions, our hopes and dreams, and our fears and our concerns. And we give these, our prayers, a firm foundation as we say that prayer that Jesus himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Amen. Grant, Almighty God, that we may glory in the feast of the blessed Apostle Thomas, so that we may always be sustained by his intercession, and believing may have life in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son, whom Thomas acknowledged as his Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God.